Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn. It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today we reflect on the hymn Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise. This hymn was written by Walter Chalmers Smith, a Scottish Free Church minister. He was elected moderator of the General Assembly in 1893. He was a keen poet. And this hymn comes from his collection of poetry, and I believe it is his only hymn that remains in common use. The hymn is based on 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17. Now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honour and glory for ever and ever. Amen. This hymn causes me to ask a question. How do you express the inexpressible truth about God's character? How do you put into words the character of God that is beyond describing, that is beyond words? Well, Walter Smith attempted to do just that in this very precious and special hymn. There is a word used in this hymn that normally describes brightness, but here is used to describe the excellency of God, the glory of God. And that is the word light. So, in the first verse, Immortal, invisible, God only wise, In light inaccessible, hid from our eyes, Most blessed, most glorious. Notice this phrase, in light inaccessible. This is clearly seeking to tell us that he is so glorious, Splendid and pure, that he is beyond our understanding. In verse 2, God is described as silent as light. In other words, he is the unseen one. And in verse 4, he is described as pure father of light. And verse 4 also states, "'Tis only the splendour of light hideth thee." So this word light is used in the hymn to tell us that God, in all his glory and splendour and perfection, is past finding out and cannot be gazed upon. And yet, despite God being the invisible one, the one past finding out, the hymn points us to some of his attributes, giving us some indication of who he is. So in verse 1, he is immortal, in other words, eternal, living forever. He has true wisdom, God only wise, and he is almighty. In verse 2, we are told that he rulest in might, and in his rule he is wonderfully just. Thy justice like mountains, high soaring above. In verse 2, he is also God who supplies the needs of his creation. Thy clouds which are fountains, of goodness and love. Here is life sustained on the earth. Here is reflected something of Psalm 104, where God provides for daily life. Verse 3 reveals that God is the source of life. To all life thou givest, to both great and small. In all life thou livest, the true life of all. But although we have life, Verse 3 reminds us of the contrast between our lives and God's. 
We blossom and flourish as leaves on a tree, and wither and perish, but naught changeth thee. Verse 4 tells us that God is adored by angels. Thine angels adore thee, or veiling their sight. And if supernatural beings worship him, we should also give him our praise and our worship. Verse 5 is a repeat of verse 1, and there is a line in both verses. The Ancient of Days, Almighty Victorious. The Ancient of Days is a title used of God in the book of Daniel. It is a title for God on the throne as judge. This hymn teaches us that God is beyond understanding. He is past finding out. And so this should teach us humility, caution and reverence. But it also teaches us something of his character. But in the words of Job chapter 26 verse 14. Indeed these are the mere edges of his ways. And how small a whisper we hear of him. But the thunder of his power who can understand. And so in the final words of the hymn. Thy great name we praise. Amen.